So I reiterate here, the bill is dead. Long hey, Fa Choi. Hey, how you doing? Happy Chinese New Year. Uh-huh. You're the arts is happening. Hey, how you doing? This is Ho Ho Hong Kong. I'm Andy Curtin. I'm here with my buddy Vivek. <laughs> he just went with the laughter. He just gave Vivek, up. Like, Vivek something. Yeah, Vivek blank. <laughs> blank. Blankety blank. Yeah, I'll take it. Uh, you can check me out on online, uh, Instagram, at Andy Curtin, and everything else. I'm on there. What do yeah, people find me, you? Funny Vivek is what you want to type, and they'll autocorrect you for the rest. And today we've got Tim Chan, the Hello. Tim Chan. How you doing, Hello, man? everybody. I'm good. How do people find you online? Where do they find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, any, anything else, and the name is Chan Lock Tim. My Chan Lock Tim. Yeah, Chan Lock Tim. Can you spell it out? C-H-A-N-L-O-K-T-I-M. There we go. So we got you on today, Tim, to talk about Chinese New Year, what it means, how we're doing it. You don't celebrate. That's yeah, I don't, I don't celebrate at all because I don't have a big family over here. So Where is your big family? No, no, not the 10, ten kids, people, <laughs> family. So uh, my family is only my, me, uh, my brother, and my sister. That's pretty big for China. Yeah. <laughs> for China, <laughs> yeah. Enough, yeah. That's I mean, I'm Catholic too. I'm Catholic. It's like if you have less than ten, they think maybe you you got problems. You know? Yeah, like why? <laughs> why did you stop? Do you not love life? <laughs> but you, but usually because uh, my my mother is not here now because uh, she's passed away. She passed away. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, uh, to sorry to hear that, man. Uh, it, it, it's, it's okay. It's, and then. Uh, and so, so uh, we we will not celebrate in the first few days, and then the, maybe the next week I will go to the mother's family yeah. to celebrate it, to uh, have a meal with them, and then uh, and then my brother have have his family, and my sister also have her family. So because they're married. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, kind of like what so. it is for my family as well now, because I've got. They they don't even celebrate Christmas, like they do one year on one year off. So everyone's like one year on one year you, off because like they'll go with the numbers? other family. Oh, I get it. I was like, this year is the odd year, so we don't celebrate Christmas. Well, no, all. you celebrate with your your wife's ah, family or whatever. Because I, I, I got brothers okay. and they got wives and all of that. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. I was just like the whole one year on one year off kind of odd. We're saving money, you know. Yeah, <laughs> like, this is, Christmas is expensive. <laughs> yeah, let's let's get this one. Yeah, it's been a bad year. I can even go back. God, yeah. But before we get into this, I just wanted to flag that I'm sitting with the two giants of Cantonese stand-up comedy. Yeah, actually, now that you pointed out, I agree. This is like 99% of the 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 revenue generation. Definitely. (laughs) (laughs) In in, in, uh, English lesson in Hong Kong, we are taught this one phrase that saves in every discussion is, yes, I agree with you. Which basically, when we have nothing better to say, we just go, uh, yes, I agree with you. And <laughs> that, continue. That's funny, dude. When I yeah. was learning to speak Russian, yeah. I learned how to say, yes, I agree yeah. with you. And yeah. when I would go talk to my wife's family, I'd just sit there and say that. And you could use it four or five times before you end up agreeing to something that you weren't supposed yeah, to agree to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. they're looking at you like, really? Yeah. You agree I, with that? Yeah. <laughs> Even if you disagree, you still kind of win brownie points. So that's still a good thing. They're like, I like this guy. 
He likes everything we seem to like. Yeah, yes, but, I agree with that. But we were all, all, also always said, uh, yes, that's true, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Oh my god, yes! Oh no, what have you told me? You uh, do that all the time. Oh god, that's true. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, another thing that these guys have caught, like uh, Tim likes to catch, I say, trust me. Trust me. Just, <laughs> trust me. Just I can do see what that. I say. Just trust me. Okay? So, yeah. So, you see, now, I want to clarify something. You notice how Tim is English is clearly a second language, yet he's catching me on my English words. <laughs> so oh, Tim's a dark horse. Yeah. I think Tim uses the accent to buy time to think. So, he's like a snake. He yeah. comes in and yeah. some sharp it's comment. My advantage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. Hey. So I want you guys to tell the story of how you started stand-up because it's amazing. Yeah, Rebecca was telling me earlier. So Tim, how, how did comedy, stand-up comedy start for you? Because uh, at the beginning, uh, when I was small, when I was small, <laughs> when I was <laughs> That's what very, very, very small, I, I'm, I was very shy and not very talkative, but I want to have more friends. So, so I discovered I will, I will use one or two sentences to make people laugh. And this is the, the, main, the main reaction. The main reaction I can get. And I can get a friendship friendship with any re- relationship. So you were it. always trying to be funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want, always want to try to be funny For when friends, I was yeah. small. Yeah. And then uh, when, when I was in high school, uh, in university, in university, and there is a, a comedy competition. Yeah. Th- and then I joined it. I joined it and I win the competition because... Uh, I'm the only one. <laughs> <laughs> Strategy <laughs> number one. Yeah. one. <laughs> Why did they yeah. run the competition I, with one person? I don't know. Is it is it about the promotion or or Hong Kong people don't don't want to go? Dude, on that's stage so and, funny. Yeah. And he was there, right? Yeah, he was there, and we was there. I was a guest. To be a guest, yeah, a guest speaker. Okay. How many years ago are we talking? Oh, this is like what ten. Yeah, 10 but years ago. So but you were pretty early on in the comedy journey at that point? Yeah, I maybe like, is this my 13? Yeah, so three years into it. Two or three years oh, into yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they were ang- angry about me. About you? Yeah, because I have so many prize. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I and have like, some t shirt wh- and cute <laughs> <one. laughs> And they get nothing. They yeah. give you some flowers. Just a flat. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so the difference is Tim joins a competition Wins it Gets t-shirts Gets all these goodies I joined the competition A few years ago A different one And I get a little trophy And that's it They're like yeah go I'm like, but Which t-shirt. competition was that? The, the takeout comedy The uh, comedy And that was le- legitimately Had other people competing That was like yeah That had like a full lineup Of people competing And oddly enough When I did the first year With English and Cantonese I only you, won Cantonese You won but You didn't win the English? 20, 2007 Cantonese 2008 I got the English Look at you. I was funnier in Cantonese, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Who was doing comedy back then? Did they have a lot of people in the English competition? English, they had like a, I remember it was a, there were two, there's preliminaries and stuff like that. I remember they had two rounds of that and then the finals. So I think maybe like 20, 20 something people were there. Damn. 20, but everyone's just new, you know, trying to figure themselves out. Like, well, well, how do we do this? How does the mic work? You know? I'm still at that point. <laughs> hey, I think we all still are. We just don't get trophies for it when we do figure it out. No one cares anymore. I was, yeah. I was thinking the other day, like I, re- I was working on this bit about how like, Telling people how long you've been doing comedy is the opposite to telling them how long you've been sober. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're like, I've been, I've been doing comedy, comedy a month. Long? People's like, people are like, great job. 
Yeah. Good on you. Yeah, yeah, been yeah. sober for a month. They're like, you loser. Whatever. Yeah, I could do that. Now it's like you've been sober for 10 years. They're like, yeah, man, you got this. You're like yeah. doing comedy for 10 years. They're like, whoop. Yeah, they can still talk to you without a bodyguard. Yeah. Oh, Maybe you should suck. try drinking. <laughs> yeah, that would help. <laughs> so Tim joined the competition. He won it. And then... Uh, and I met him. How much? How good was that first set? How good was it? Did you like it? Oh, this is about. Uh, I was in a dream room, and oh. then I got naked in a sauna room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was you, you heard that bit. Yeah, it's a funny yeah. bit. I, you this is you the still first got bit. that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's the first classic bit <laughs> that he did in a university among students. So were you just like, oh, I got to do more of this? Yeah. You liked it. Yeah. <laughs> so you you once you tried comedy, you went on, you enjoyed it, and then we talked. And I and then how did we start doing shows together? Do you uh, remember? As I remember, I I went to a writing session ah, in yes. a coffee shop with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was thinking, oh, how is a famous star? Have a writing session in a coffee shop. Why is so cheap? See, marketing is very good. My, my publicity is fantastic. My but you just had to like make the scene. You could say that because like well, the Cantonese group was kind of close. Mm. It still is now. It still is, yeah. And so back then it was just us and we were learning as we were going. So we had writing sessions where we'd actually have like homework. You yeah, know, yeah, we'd have like workbooks and exercises. Oh my god, you guys are so fucking Chinese. I know, right? <laughs> so we would actually go to the coffee shop. Everyone would kind of pitch in and be like, hey, you, you get the coffee. I don't want to get the coffee. You you get the coffee. Who's yeah. paying? Yeah, uh, everyone on their own. But we're hoping that new kid on the block is kind of peer pressured into, I better get a coffee. He's like, yeah, you get a coffee. <laughs> Wait, did they ever buy a coffee for everyone or buy at least one coffee to justify taking a table? Yeah. You think I wanted to work with Tim? No, I wanted that coffee to be paid by someone else. Unfortunately, he stayed. I'm like, ah, he's still here. Got to bring in some of that competition money. <laughs> exactly, right? You win a t-shirt, you sell it. So yeah, then writing session we started, and then from shows yeah. there. Okay, and then, yeah. and then the 2011, I went to uh, open my. Wow, the first time I went to the open my, I, uh, uh, I see Jamie. Oh, Jamie, Jamie gone from yeah, Takeout yeah. Comedy. Oh yeah, boy, yeah. he brings the dog to bite me. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so back then, Jamie in his uh, basement, he would have his dog uh, Lucky, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, Lucky. Yeah. And ironically she, named dog. Yeah, hey, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so oddly <laughs> enough. Talking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hey, welcome, come, come, come. Yeah, come, come. she's uh, very nice to Jamie and nobody else. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so here you are for the first time going to a comedy club. You got Jamie, the owner. So the dog is the opposite the of everybody else. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Just barking at you and Jamie's like, come on down. You're like, ah, I'm really nervous for my comedy. Why do you have a dog? <laughs> you don't need this. That's right. amazing. So yeah, it was, it was really bizarre. It was really, really raw back then. Open mic nights was like we would put the chairs ourselves. You know, we would just have it, turn on the lights and stuff like that and just go for it and then see what happened. And very often it was just us, right? Yeah. Very yeah, often yeah. the Cantonese, because Cantonese open mic was on Monday nights. I remember. And yeah, like, yeah, that yeah. was like, every oh, Monday night. That was tough, man. You know, dude, I remember watching the Mandarin scene start and it was like what you, you guys are at now, where it's just like a few people can see how great it will be and they're just investing. They're just willing to do anything to try and get it going. Yeah. And then over there at some point, a company just came in with money and was like, we'll pay all of you. Yeah, and we'll, put, we'll we'll make a TV show, and yeah. it's just I mean, people that did open mics well, at the club in Shanghai, yeah. they did a show in October, went on sale, they sold nineteen thousand tickets in two minutes. Ooh, ironically, I mean, they were doing open mics in Shanghai like cool. a couple of years ago. We need more people. Everyone have kids, but the potential's there. Yeah, like oh, you definitely. guys are gonna make it happen. Oh, well, I mean, honestly, in many aspects, we've kind of made a lot of progress even in Hong oh, Kong. Oh, for like, sure. Like, for example, first of all, people know of stand-up comedy. Like, in Hong Kong, the challenge is, like, with comedy is that people only know either the big, big, big names 
or nobody. And they're not really doing stand up, right? It's a very weird twist. Like there's one like Dale Wong, you could say stand up, but it's a, it's his form of stand up as in two hours, you know, big theater show, and it's like you know once every two years sort of deal. But what we're trying to aim for is that more you know role kind of saying grassroots, yeah, grassroots mm-hmm. type, you know, where it's more inviting to anybody. You know, open mic nights. I mean, the concept of open mic night before, we had to keep trying to convince people that just come to an open mic. They're like, so why don't you call me when your jokes are ready? I'm like, we need you to make our jokes ready. Yeah. Yeah. You're part of the process, you idiot. Yeah, exactly. You know, you get to ins- see the whole work in progress. It's a lot of fun. They're like, no, I want to see the final product. And it's, it's, it's really hard. The culture was not there yet. People knew of it, but not enough of it to appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, dude, I remember the, the being at this like turning point in Shanghai when... It went from like scrapping. We'd be lucky to have like three people at an open mic and suddenly like every open mic was full. Mm. Every open mic. And then suddenly I remember being in like, we'd do like, we'd be in the second floor of a bookstore and you couldn't even get up the stairs. People were sitting in the stairwell just listening because they couldn't even get into the room. And then there was this Wednesday night open mic. So we would have a Wednesday night at Comfort Comedy at 8.30 in English. And there was a 7.30 in Chinese. And they had 250 people every week for open mic. Every week. (laughs) And it was like... We would go and we're testing out jokes in front of 250 people. That's crazy. Man. Yeah, and I'm in a second language. Like I'm, I'm like so I'm, frequently, what I'm saying doesn't even make sense. Yeah, grammatically. Yeah, is it because of the uh, TV show. That was a big part of it. Yeah, oh. because the, the the what they knew was that this they were like we're gonna get at least a few of them famous. Oh. Because if the people know there's a few famous people on it, they'll come for those guys. Yeah. And then everybody else gets a show. Yeah. Mm. Right? So, like, the host is, is one of the contestants on this oh. show called... It was called Barling Hole Talker Show. And uh, it was... It just clicked. But, um, you know, they've got their own problems with I mean, oddly enough, that's stuff. actually what the Chinese Cantonese scene was like in Hong Kong. People were coming to see me, but Tim was there, so they got to see me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that turned around at some point. <laughs> like, this sounds familiar. Hold on a second. <laughs> no, so then we started doing uh, shows, and uh, every now and then we'd have like a Cantonese show. And honestly, I remember back then we would it would just be a few of us doing Cantonese shows, and we were all the way down to like we would be actually playing with the mixers trying to get the sound right. oh bro you know? yeah you know all that stuff so it was it was a really interesting journey until we got to the point that we were mature enough to say let's just do our own shows now you know why are we just you know hoping bars and restaurants will give us a chance let's just say this is a show and go to people hey do you want this you know we could actually mm. bring a show to your venue and we did a whole string of shows there as well plus with social media I mean, you, you guys both got pretty good followings now yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so that as well that that helped a lot and honestly i think the one interesting thing in hong kong is that the traction is is basically really slow in the beginning but once you get you know one or two things catching your te- their attention yeah you know, all right there we go then everyone's like what is this what is this you know have you not been to that you know you that's exactly the- how it was up, up in yeah, Shanghai, yeah. for sure 100 yeah, percent. exactly so people people was like w- w- they're like why would we want to go and then when it was cool it was like everybody wanted to be there exactly yeah, yeah. I mean, also for every Hong Kong people, only yeah. see the best and don't. Oh, yeah, if yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. famous, I don't want. Yeah, see. I only wanted the top. I yeah. only wanted the f- most famous. And yeah. the funny thing is, actually, it was a lot of our videos we put online, and us going to different venues and just doing shows and making people go like, "Whoa, this is different." And it was also new for us because we would go to these different random places, you know, some restaurant in, let's say, remember, did we we did that show in Mong Kok where everyone was dressed up like Lolita, you yeah, know, yeah, the yeah. doll, the, the Japanese, May, oh my maid yeah. cafe, yeah, oh my God. maid cafe, yeah. We did that, man. We where did a maid cafe. In Monka, these they have a maid cafe. Yeah, in you know, the Japanese maid cafes, you know those kind of. I've, I've been to the one in Tokyo. Yeah. So similar, they've got stuff like that in Monka, and we've actually done shows there. 
You know, where we're like, I cannot believe like... Dude, I've done... I did Mandarin at like three in the afternoon yeah. for government officials <laughs> between their meetings. <laughs> and we got marched into like... like a, we're sitting in a friggin' communist party building yeah. and they're like, these guys didn't realize it was entertainment. They were taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> They're in suits. <laughs> yeah. It's three in the afternoon. And I'm like, yeah, men and women are a little bit different. And they're like, men, women, oh, different. different. Mm, and yeah, yeah. and uh, I've done this. There was the first promoter that ever ran shows in Mandarin. Um, he, he would book anything. We were doing nursing homes. Uh, I did a nursing home at 1 p.m. I was about to go on stage. Yeah. I was like, hey, man, I have some English in my set, just some random words. Are they going to know it? And he goes, mate, these people don't speak Mandarin. <laughs> they speak yeah. Shanghainese. Yeah, so you're oh. just up there visually entertaining And I them. literally got in front of a room of people, to, just like as I was walking on stage, I found out that I spoke no language that these people understand. <laughs> <laughs> You're just looking at you going like, oh. Do you know what I did? I started singing in Shanghainese. The uh, only thing I knew. Yeah. And I, this is not a word of a lie. I went to fist bump someone in the front row. Yeah. They didn't have an arm. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Oh. It's like a 90 year old woman. Uh, she had no arm. Like, oh she put her elbow up for a fist bump. <laughs> Whoa. Way ahead of COVID times, man. <laughs> That's I was cool. like, this is, this is ghetto. This is ghetto. Like, okay. Don't want to know where that went. Don't want to know what happened to your hand, man. She's definitely not alive anymore. <laughs> I don't know. Man. Yeah, they live for a while up there. Yeah, true. Exactly. So, okay. So, Tim, do you remember, like, uh, what made you change from Cantonese or take your first steps into English? Like, what's ironic Because you now? crush English. Yeah. So, Tim actually has, yeah. a, has a very interesting story about his English, like, you know, how you, in schools, English, compared to, like, what you're doing now. And what made you suddenly had the courage to do because I remember one time I have uh, cyberbullying right? oh, cyber, yeah, 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 yeah because yeah. I put I, I put a bit online in in Cantonese and then oh so many people attack me oh this is this very oh, dude in, that was intense yeah impolite yeah. Uh, impolite for for the what well, the joke is basically community. not right it's yeah, wrong yeah, yeah. you know he it's basically wrong and then the the I'll give you the gist is like it's just a joke about the Hong Kong bands and bands in general, yeah. right? Related to Hong Kong bands and stuff like that. And people just didn't take it well. Mm. So then they were just like giving hate messages, hate mails. What, what was yeah. your takeaway so, so from that experience? What did you learn from it? Uh, I, I need to stand by myself. You need to stand by yourself, support yourself right? Yeah. I need to see the whole thing and, and know uh, when, when I write a script, I, I need to think about more, more uh, opinion about other points. And then this is this is the point I I learned. And then uh, after that, I know I need to know how to deal with other people. Yeah, if if someone attempt me, I need to I need to recognize not a haters at all first in the first place. I just uh, think, oh, is it reasonable? I need to talk explain to him or her something like I that. I just yeah. never reply. Do you you must get some sometimes. I get yeah yeah, I yeah get, nowadays I, get. I don't apply. Yeah. I, I mean, just I never don't. reply. I think you yeah. learn over time like there were, there were many times for myself as well. I would actually get pe- like Indian people coming up to me and complaining. Yeah. They're like, why are you making fun of this? You know, we shouldn't do that. I'm like, you know, then don't don't laugh. I don't know. Like I don't know what to say anymore. Yeah. But yeah, and, I then, think and then at that point I reflect myself. I I want more stage time for me. Yeah, I want more practice. I, that is yeah. such a comic right there. Yeah. yeah. I will do another language yeah. just to get more stage time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like, like Cantonese open mic was once every two weeks. Yeah, once every two weeks. And English was like every yeah. week, you know? 
So, so I start to do the English. Yeah, how, how long you been doing? How long you been doing Chinese read in English? H- how long you been doing English for? Maybe, maybe uh, one, two years now. Amazing, right? dude. Yeah, yeah like because you are p- one of the toughest people to follow. Oh, yeah, so in English, dude, when you hit, when he hits, it's yeah. like, oh boy. Yeah, yeah. Let <laughs> me go up there and just be normal. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, the thing, like, that's the thing. What Tim said is right. And a lot of his English bits are actually translated in Cantonese, which brings another challenge. How can you translate the joke that's in this language into this other language and still have the correct flow of punchlines? Well, everything? I also feel like some of the connections that people draw, they change. Mm-hmm. And I think when you're, you think of the connections in your native language, like I would think of connections in English and then I would say them in Chinese and then people were like, oh, we don't see those things yeah, exactly. as being yeah. similar or whatever. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, um, so, is it hard to write jokes in English? Uh, some I I think the punchline I I don't worry about. I just worry about the English how to translate is, uh, uh is the grammar is correct, <laughs> the word is correct. <laughs> is correct. But it's correct important. Like yeah. <laughs> it's important yeah, because because the most important thing is everybody should understand what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> first before trying to make <laughs> yeah. it funny. This is how good he is. He's not worried about punchlines, Andy. I know I'm funny. Yeah, I just got to make sure you know I'm funny. <laughs> because because in Chinese, I know that the punchline is, is strong enough. And then I just need to translate it in English. Well, so you have tested it, is the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tested it. Yeah. I used to find, I would jo- I'd be like, why isn't this joke working? And someone would come up and be like, you are saying the wrong word. Yeah, you're like, oh, <laughs> oh no wonder. <laughs> the reference is not that. No, but you. if you are team, oh, yeah. everywhere is wrong. So yeah. <laughs> well, you know, another thing is so like, I if I you. say the wrong word or my grammar is wrong, people would laugh at that. Yeah. And then the other comics would be like, fuck this guy. Yeah, it's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like, I have to write jokes. This guy just says the wrong word. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so unfair, right? I tell you, man. It, it's a bizarre thing. Like, we're all kind of doing this weird twist where, like, Tim's killing, like, in English shows. I'm, like, doing well in Cantonese shows. And I think the audience appreciates the fact that, you know, like, that's not your first language. But I also find, like, I'm sure after It helps a while, your likability. Yeah, exactly. But, like, after a while, do you find, like, with your English shows that you want to start writing just for English shows? Or do you think? Yeah, 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 no? yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I would, and then some bits is only work in English, as I know. Yeah. Like, like I have a bit about a guayo beer. Yeah, the chai uh, guayo beer because I think it's weird. It's about guayo. Uh, it's kind of racist, something like that. And so still, but this this concept is still, but so it's very strong in English. Yeah. In Cantonese, I oh. What yeah, okay. So I, th- I think for foreign <laughs> expats, it's because it's the only word they know in yeah. Cantonese. <laughs> like, I'm laughing at a Cantonese word I know. This is the best. I get this joke. Oh, so local. <laughs> yeah. So, and that bit, uh, Tim put it online, right? The Guaylo yeah, bit. Yeah, the Guaylo yeah. bit, yeah. You had a few bits that crashed online. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, that's another in- interesting thing is that the journey I've enjoyed with Tim as well, like, we've also been able to travel around doing shows. Oh, you guys went to Melbourne. We didn't. Yeah, we yeah. went to Melbourne to do the, the only best can- city on earth. Hey, this is the guy from Melbourne who's not ill Melbourne. Hey, right. so yeah, we we did the only Cantonese show during the festival, and Melbourne County Festival liked it so much that they were like, "Dude, when if you want to do this every year, we're we're down." I'm like, "Could you pay for it?" They're like, "No." I'm like, 
<laughs> it doesn't work that way. <laughs> That's great. No, but Tim, do you remember like uh, some of the craziest shows we've done together? Or you've done in comedy, in comedy the whole life. Yeah, uh, the craziest, craziest. I just remember one time my my mic is a uh, wireless mic. Stopped working. Yeah, no, it stopped working. The music, right? No, oh, no, no, the mic, the yeah, mic yeah. stopped working. Oh man! Yeah, oh. and then and then it jammed it in another mic. The mic is in a uh, karaoke. Yeah. Who is singing in the next room? So it switched. <laughs> so it was wireless mics. I remember. I was no. There. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Wait, the speakers started playing the karaoke. Yes. That is so good. <laughs> that is amazing. Was, was it that for Angelos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember now. Yeah, yeah, I was there. I was there. I remember now. (laughs) Did you just pretend it was you singing? (laughs) So after that, we don't we don't use wireless. Oh, wireless the worst. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, So that was crazy because I we used to do shows at Fat Angels in Chimsai Choi, right? Every Thursday night, and some nights you know we'd be like packed, like oh my god, the whole room's packed. Some nights you're like, there's one audience. Okay, been there. Yeah, right, and. The journey's gone from those shows to shows where we set it up ourselves. Like you will actually see me and Tim going to venues and lining up the wires and cables. I and mean, you guys were doing the stuff at the Riff. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you know, we were, and over there was like another game. We walked in, we're like, I don't have to plug anything in. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do I do for the hour that I came <laughs> early for? You know, <laughs> I'm glad we. I'm glad I could build that so we could get 15 shows out of it. Yeah, you. <laughs> oh man, that was that was another blessing. Like, I'm telling you, like, um. The the craziest thing I remember with you and Tim and myself was when we did the Cantonese show in Melbourne. That was like really mm. nerve wrecking slash. We basically put it this way: like I think the one thing I appreciate most about did Tim it sell? Like, yes, we sold out. Did you do? Didn't we do the same room one year? You and me. I y- yes 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 at the Chinese theater. Yeah, the top floor. Yes, yes, yes. You like, I think we did the first two weeks. Yeah. Was that a Cantonese show? Correct, yeah. First two yeah, yeah. was you. Oh, so we were in the same room. Us. So me and Storm did two weeks yes. in English in that. Oh, yeah, yeah, The yeah, top yeah. floor of the... That was a good room. That was a good room. Except for fucking AC. Yeah, Remember the AC? Right? Yeah, 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 That big dude. thing across the top yeah, of the room. Yeah, 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 that one. And then the second year we came back, we went to the room underneath that room that we did. Is that good? Uh, no, because you get you hear footsteps of people leaving the previous show. Oh, no. So halfway through your show, you're like, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Oh, there we go. They're marching. Right, oh, 15 minutes left. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that means halfway through the show, guys. So that's the thing. Like, Tim, how, how many like of those weird shows have we done where you know we've gone to different places? Like, let's say old people's home, we've done together, right? We've done elderly homes as well. Low Alo and Yun. Tim, uh, no, Tim, no, 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 I didn't do that. Maybe it was a different guy, a different Tim. Yeah, they all look the same to me. <laughs> 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 just with, uh, Martina and Daniel. Yes, that was Martina. It was a completely yeah. different gender oh, as well. Oh, Daniel. You know, Daniel started in Shanghai. No, 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 no. Yeah, dude. He did English open mic. Really? Like nine years ago in Shanghai. I know, Maybe I know like he eight did years it for ago. a while, but yeah, not yeah. started in Shanghai, I think. He started didn't start. Oh, really? Yeah. I think here, he, was, right? he was there and he came no, down he here. Okay, so Daniel was my uh, classmate in university. Ah. Yeah, so I knew him from back then. And I'd, I actually did a radio show on in City University with him where we were just basically, the whole show was talking about just nonsense. We were just challenging, can we keep this on air? And how long can we keep doing this? This ridiculous thing. And the university allowed it. So wow. I knew him and I was like, Daniel, you would be so good for comedy. Like you were so good for comedy. And what happened was he uh, bumped into me one week before my first one-man Cantonese show in Hong Kong. He was w- with somebody and I told him, like, dude, come to my show. And, he, and gave him two tickets. He came to the show and he was like, oh, this is pretty cool. And he went to open mic night, I think. And he got the taste of comedy. 
And then he'd been doing that in okay. Shanghai. Okay, yeah. I stand corrected. Yeah, but yeah. he went up to Shanghai for a little while and I guess yeah, came yeah, back. Yeah. Daniel's one of these interesting people where you can never contact him. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, so he's like women. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, no. The difference is even if you're hot, you can contact him. So it's not like women only. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So, Tim, coming back to Chinese New Year, okay, I, I'm really fascinated because like the differences in Hong Kong Chinese New Year, right? So we have all these different uh, traditions and habits and stuff like that. And what we like to do is we like to do shows during Chinese New Year. Cantonese yeah. comedy shows. Can you talk more about our shows we like yeah, to do? Yeah, because because it's in uh the third day, the third day the third of day. the Chinese New Year. The third day is we will not go out to celebrate any Chinese New Year because at, on that day this is called check hao in Chinese. And then nobody uh, people Was it the money god day? No, 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 no. no, no this no. is the one where you make arguments all the time. By the yeah, third yeah, day you hate everyone, arguments right? Arguments all the time. Yeah. Is this a joke or is it a this real thing? This is real. Check hao means like yeah. you're going to say something wrong. Are you so, yeah. for real? Yeah, the yeah, third yeah. day is recommended you don't visit anybody because you're probably going to piss someone off. You know, they've probably seen you too long and stuff like that. So you yeah. actually stay, keep to yourself. So it's very suitable for the, our comedy show. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually what we do every year. Do you market as this? Yes. The say wrong, say yeah. something wrong we, day show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We actually do like, we actually tell people like, you know you're going to say something wrong, so leave that responsibility to us. That's so <laughs> funny. Yeah. So if you are angry, just take the money and throw it to me. Struggle. Yeah. Shut yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man, yeah. that's... What a perfect marketing yeah, opportunity. Exactly. <laughs> so we, we started doing shows like that, Chinese New Year. And the funny thing is that we would actually remind the audience that it is for their benefit to give us Lycy packets. Yeah. You know, like it is for their good fortune for the rest of the year. So Lycy packets, for people who don't know, is the red envelope with money in it. Yes. Yes. Like, preferably large sums. Yeah. Preferably large sums to show respect. And so what is like a normal Chinese New Year involve? For a Hong Kong person, in in, in a like what's the what's the normal schedule for Chinese New Year? The schedule, uh, you know, you know, in uh, the first day, the first day of Chinese New Year, we cannot, we don't, we cannot get wet in your hair. You cannot wash your hair, and then uh, you need to wear everything is red, and then uh, everything must be new, new, new clothes, new shoes, something like that. New set. Yeah, new, new, new jokes, yeah, new, new girlfriend or something. <laughs> 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 new wife or anyway. And and then uh this this is the schedule in the first two days, I think. First two days. Yeah, yeah. And then the third day, the third day we don't celebrate at all. And then the fourth day and then until maybe in China, maybe the whole month. Yeah, I mean it's normally like ten days in mainland yeah. China. And God, it goes on and on and on yeah. and on. It's a weird feeling, right? Everything just like kind of shut down. You're like, oh, do what? You better do what you need to do one day before Chinese New Year because you got to wait. Yeah. Well, so I was dealing with something with factories in mainland China, right? So on January 20, the government made an announcement that anyone that leaves before January 28 will not have to be quarantined. Wow. And so all cool. the factories, they just ran out the door. Because yeah. that's the thing. It's the biggest migration on earth. Yeah. And people want people need to get home. They need to get back to their families. And so all these factory workers were like, they just dropped their tools and they yeah. ran out. And, and already by like the next few days after that, certain cities had already been shut down. You can't travel in, in mainland China now unless you have a valid... COVID test from the last seven mm -hmm. days, which for most people is too hard to get yeah. for like migrant workers and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just, just carnage over there. But but I think one of the big differences between mainland China and Hong Kong is is the migration home. 
Because so many people mm, don't live yeah, where yeah, their yeah. family lives, right? Yeah. They've got to get home and that is an ordeal Yeah, to even get there. Yeah, with Hong Kong, you just step out your room. You're like, ah, I'm back home again. Yeah, right? Well, you already yeah. live with your parents. So. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so <laughs> therefore you're like, oh, they're done. And the other thing is like, it, it, it's changed now, but when it used to be fireworks, like the day before it started, there'd be a firework going off every hour. Mm. And then the next day, every half hour. And then the next day, every 20 minutes. And by Chinese New Year, you've had constant fireworks for like a few days at that yeah. point. And then the, the money god day. Yeah. That's, that's when the they brought one. out the real fireworks. Yeah. That was like, mm. well, I lived on the 29th floor at one, one point and people would set off these like atomic fireworks that would explode at our windows. <laughs> like at oh. the level of our windows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All day. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> it was insane. Yeah. I just can't even tell you. Like we, you would go out. We'd get on the top of a building, and it, it was surreal. It was like CGI. Yeah. The whole, the first Chinese New Year I had in Shanghai, I flew home, and the plane was taking off, and I was like rubbing my eyes. I looked out the window of the plane, and the whole f- this the land as far as I could see was just colors shooting out everywhere. It was like a screensaver. Oh, no wonder the pollution. Oh, the city was covered in smoke. Yeah. So, I mean, mm. covered in smoke. <laughs> I can imagine, dude. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. For, for like the whole Chinese New Year, it was just a, a cloud of, of yeah. like, you know, fireworks. I guess it keeps arguments away. You can't see your, your, who you're arguing <laughs> with. You're like, where, where, did you leave? Ah, uh, whatever. Let it go. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was intense. I was in a building one time and some Americans were trying to let a fireworks. They lit the building on fire. <laughs> <laughs> like a 40-story building. Yeah, fire doesn't work. They, it, it fell. The firework fell and landed on like a... Um, what do you call it like a, an awning and the awning caught on fire and then the side of the building caught on fire that's crazy and the, the fire trucks and everything like downtown Shanghai and and I, let me tell you something that sign that says don't use the elevator the lift in the get case fire, of fire yeah. nobody listens to that yeah, well, like, get yeah. the fucking lift <laughs> yeah I, actually, I, <laughs> I need to go down fast someone actually told me you know the reason they tell you not to take the lift is not because it's dangerous it's because they want to reserve for the firefighters I was like oh no, dude no, no, I'm no, glad no, you no. told me that I'm definitely using it yeah, I'm like uh, no dude I, I'm in the building you guys can run up Okay. Also, they're not coming down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I'm bringing the lift to them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, let me get down, dude. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is that real? That's what I, that's what I remember asking them, and I'm like, are you serious? Like, yeah, that's why. I'm like, that is so selfish. That is wild. I'm like burn to death, and you're like, dude, I don't that is run a up. straight up conspiracy right there. <laughs> <laughs> probably somewhere, man. Some, some someone probably put it together, man. So, what yeah. about you? What's it like for you? What's so, Chinese New Year for you? So you Chinese and your New Year for me is usually the battle of the licey packets, as in like, who do I visit in the right time and impress them with my perfect Cantonese phrase of "kung hei fa choi" and <laughs> make and get double the packets. That's number one. So when I was young, I used to love going to my friends' uh, houses. Like I would actually call them, like, "Hey, man." Uh, Hey, long time no see. You want to hang out? Yeah, you want to <laughs> hang out? They're like, we were at school yesterday. I'm like, yeah, but it's been a while, you know? And so I'd go to the house and stuff like that. Now, what age are you talking? I'm talking about primary school, so maybe like 10 years old. And you're collecting cash from your friend's parents? I am Indian. This is a hustler right yeah, here. This is, this is the way <laughs> I do it, man. I'm like, you're never too early <laughs> to start, This man. is why there's a comedy scene here. <laughs> exactly. because of that attitude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the funny thing is, actually, I tell people, uh, the biggest thing I have every year is the uh, building guard lycee thing that I love doing. All right? Because I go down to my building guard. Every single year, I love doing this. I go up to him. I give him a nice, happy pack of a lycee, red packet, and I tell him, make sure that if there's a robber, they don't come to my floor. Okay? Anyone else, open these packets, compare the amount, and you go with that priority, all right? So whoever That's your security fee for the year? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's your extra, like, hey, you know, just letting you know. I don't want to have no problems. Yeah. 
that kind of thing, you know. So that's number one. And number two, actually, which with thanks to Tim and Matina, all these guys have started. They like to call me the the the, the boss, the Osai. Yeah. Right. And oh, here we go. Does he the make you call him that? Yeah. On, on, only on that day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know why I make them call me that? Because every time we have that show on the third day, they know they can come up to me like, "Hey, kung ah, like, right, you get assholes. the money on the third day, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then for the rest of the day, hey, Osai, hey, boss, oh, like you piece of shit. Boss. Yeah, exactly. Uh, on the fourth day, you're like, "Hey, it's me, boss." They're like, "Shut up." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, we open the packet. There's no boss involved in this. Yeah. <laughs> so I, the funny thing, I actually really very much enjoyed those two little parts of, of uh, Chinese New Year, just because I like that whole thing of like you know, for the first time in Hong Kong, yeah, people want to give you money more than not giving it to you. You know, they're like, oh, I want to give you a pack. I want to give you a pack. Kind of thing. Um, however, I like the traditions of having that meal together, but also not just the normal like the pun choy. That and your family yeah. does that. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I go, to my, <laughs> I go to my friend. That's your favorite part is the part that you don't do. Because it requires me to go to someone else's house for it. You right. It? And hence yeah. the investment of Kung Hei Fai Choi. And oh. you eat like a king. There we go, right? And no one's going to tell you to stop eating that. Now, the so I, I very much enjoy those parts of it. The whole gathering, the whole like, you know, Lysi packets and stuff like that. And I, I, I do enjoy the shows as well that we do. But I tell you for me, it's always just basically been shut down. Like basically for those few days, just a public I, holiday. Just a public holiday, but also it's like the, for these holidays, I have every single right to not do anything because no things working. Right? Everyone's shut down, so I can literally stop and be like, I have no guilt in not dealing with this right now. So that used to be my thing, where like these two days or three days, it's like I just don't want to deal with nothing or nobody. Because you work hard, I would say so. Yeah, I would. I would feel that way. But then those are the days that I cannot feel like, even if I wanted to do something, I can't because everything's closed. So I can't help you. I'm sorry. So, so what's your family holiday? My family holiday, honestly, my family was never tr- very traditional. We had Indian New Year, like Diwali, which is kind of similar to Chinese New Year, but that happens in September and October time. But we were never that heavy on like, oh, we have to visit all the family. Uh, lucky for me, like back with, when I was with the family and stuff, my grandma was there and she being so old, people would come visit us. So I was banking on the fact that she was the older one. So I'm like, ah, we, we're not coming to you. You better come to us, right? Uh, but then after that, it was never a big tradition for myself. So I actually had more fun Chinese New Year in Hong Kong because it was friends and everything. You know, more of a, the festivities are happening. With Indian New Year, I'll, I'll meet one or two family members and that's about it. Yeah. Yourself, what do you do for Chinese New Year? Uh, it's just a holiday. Like, mm. we don't have anything. Like, Christmas is our big thing. But, but I'll say this. I, I think that Chinese do New Year better than we do Christmas. Oh. But then also for me, you know, Christmas for Russians is New Year's Eve. Okay. Yeah, I used to say to my wife, I'm like, that's your Christmas. She's like, no, it's not. I was like, okay, well, let's look at the facts. Number one, you eat dinner with your family. Number two, you give each other presents. And number three, a guy named Father Frost <laughs> brings presents for the kids. It sounds a little bit like Christmas. Yeah, like, okay, She's yeah, like, exactly. no, it is different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, fine. You tell yourself So we do, you. actually, that's for my, my own family with kids. That's kind of like the big one for us. But we do Christmas as well and Easter. But, but I think Chinese New Year is such a great, like, it's just such a big ordeal. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm jealous. Like you guys, I mm. honestly, what I really like about Chinese New Year is also the companies and stuff have that you know the annual dinner and yeah, all they get a dance, yeah. you know, the big yeah. take a big focus away. I've from actually done a gig for a company where I would be teaching about Chinese New Year, not teaching, but more like joking about Chinese New Year to their staff who are let's say overseas staff that just come to Hong Kong for the first year. And the funny thing is, after I did that whole little part, um, I actually had to dress up as the money god. 
and give out money to their staff. Not oh. your money. That's and a not bad, my money. That's all that that's matters. A bad gig. Because if it was my money, it'd be just chocolate gold coins. That's about best I would afford. <laughs> right. The funny thing is that I actually learned a lot about Chinese New Year. Like for example, why is it that we have all these fireworks and loud noises and stuff? It's because they have that that uh, that the monster Nian, and so they were trying to scare that monster Nian away. So Nian, I think, is lean. So basically, year. That's the name of the monster, right? And so it was funny because I remember like, I was doing that whole presentation talking about how Chinese Year and stuff like that. And I was like, but we don't have to worry about that now because we have immigration. So Nian <laughs> <laughs> ain't coming anywhere close, right? And the other thing is that... Um, yeah, the dragon can't get a visa now. There you go. Right? You have a B&O dragon? Sorry. Not coming in. So that's one. And the other thing I learned as well is that Chinese New Year apparently lasts for up to like 15 days, like completely. And I was like, this is a perfect time for you to tell your boss that you're super traditional. And you're like, I'm so traditional. <laughs> I can't come to work for the next 15 days. I have to be at home to celebrate my, my, my festivities and stuff like that. So it was really weird where I would be there talking about the stuff and learning about the stuff and joking about the stuff. And then I was like, this is, this is fascinating. I love this whole concept of going to people's houses and gambling, you know encouraging the kids mm. to use their licey money to gamble away and i'm like this is the best these few days anything goes practically you know which is why we were like why, why don't we just do comedy shows now and we just we're doing it and even even you know this year we're not letting it stop what about what's a great chinese new year for you what does it involve the great chinese new year yeah what's yeah. a good what's one like what's the best one the best thing surely is get the licey <laughs> 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 but, but but in uh, the whole world all Chinese also, when we get the rice, we also need to give the present to them. Yeah, the whole family. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like a uh, uh, biscuit, something like that, yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's, it's, it's very, yeah, very standard. I mean, like, so let me ask you this. Who, who, who last year gave you the biggest Licey packet? Oh, maybe, maybe we were one. That's right. I wanted one. him to say that. Yeah. It was it you? It was me, buddy. Yeah. Oh I'm a God. good Licey giver. Got to hang out with the boss this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know why I do that? Because I know these guys will never let me go. <laughs> they'll be like, oh. Every single time they'll go on, they go on to the show, they tell the audience that oh, this guy gives Lacey Packet. I'm like, I can't risk that, man. I need to keep up the reputation. You gotta, you know? You're paying for your reputation. Damn straight. If I get one fan called Chanlock Tim, let's keep it straight. <laughs> you know? So Chinese Year, let me ask you this. So this year, right, uh, it was basically Chinese Year fell on Valentine's Day and oh, yeah, also... Yeah, yeah. Which is good. Which yeah, is good. Save, save yourself a, uh, a paying for a meal. Yeah, exactly. Well, then <laughs> you can't really go out after 6 p.m. anyway, so you would have yeah. won either way, right? So that's why. It's not the first time it's happened. It's happened before. We've had like yeah, Valentine's Day fall ago. on Chinese New Year as well. Didn't you do a New Year's Eve countdown at like 6 p.m.? Yeah, dude. I did it just this. Yeah, just this. For 5 p.m.? When it was had it? to count down at 5 p.m. They, they did a countdown for New Year's Eve at 5 p.m. Yeah. Because yeah. they had to kick everyone out of the restaurant six, at 6. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's happened yeah. before. So I bet you anything people are going to do something like that for Chinese New Year, and, and we just don't know about it. So it, uh, many years ago, we actually had a Chinese New Year third day. No, first day, which was actually Valentine's Day, right? No, the third day. The third day, right? Yeah. Ah, because we did, we did a show before. Yeah. Isn't that appropriate that you say something wrong on Valentine's Day? Well, you, so you, that's why we timed it where we do our Say Something Wrong show in the afternoon. And the singles, the the couples show in the evening, and the singles show late night. You guys are like marketing geniuses. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That man. that sold out super easy, right? Damn right, man. <laughs> Every single year, Valentine's show is the worst show ever. It's the worst show because you have all these new couples coming in, feeling all the pressure, nervous, nervous. Will she will yeah. she like it? Will he laugh? You know, stuff like that. Because think about it, Valentine's show. Who's coming? It's only the new couples, right? 
New couples who, who, who need the, some kind of activity. Yeah, I'm not taking my wife to a comedy exactly. show. Exactly. Not on that night as well, right? Yeah. So that's why. <laughs> and it's really bizarre because then after that show, we have the single show and these guys are nuts. Yeah. The single Every show is I insane. Every time I do the whole, the host, and say, oh, only three hours left. <laughs> 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 every couple <laughs> yeah so Chinese New Year same thing I think I, that's the one thing that we've, we've learned to enjoy the most about Chinese New Year is that we've just taken it and made it the best for like comedy as well and people actually just like the idea of where a family we're doing something different it's not the same eat a meal not the same let's go a hiking let's go shopping they're like oh we're actually as a, and people like to come as a family right they'll buy mm-hmm. like you know five seven tickets at one go and they want to sit together they want you to pick on them I'm like why are you guys so nice today you know, this is the one time you want to be involved. Every other day, you're like, you're not famous enough for me. You know, <laughs> what's going on? So that's why I really like Chinese New Year. Everyone's spirits are so much nicer, so much higher. And you know, everyone's just like, we're just trying to have a good time. You know, it's that time of the year, stuff like that. So coming back to like Chinese New Year. So Tim, uh, do you have to give Lysi or anything in general? I give, I give Lysi to other people. You, yeah, do you? No, 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 no. <laughs> no. No, but <laughs> no. not 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 because no. you're not married. I know that, but I'm mean, like in general, like like the building and the stuff like that. You have no, to no, 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 no. Look at Tim. No, <laughs> I'm the youngest people on the earth. Oh yeah, right. Tim <laughs> is the youngest in his family. Oh really? Yeah. I'm like the youngest time. in my family. Does that mean I don't have to give money to anyone? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, if that's true, I'm in. Um. <laughs> yeah. So the another thing actually is uh, in Chinese New Year you have these fai uh, chun, which is you know that, that uh, red sheet of paper with the four Chinese characters on yeah. it. So that's a very common thing people like to get, and let's say stick on their wall to get like someone to use Chinese calligraphy to write. Yeah. yeah, yeah What's yeah. your favorite fai chun? What's the favorite phase you like? Is that like a mm. chung yu? Uh, no, it's just basically like like Gong Hei Fa Choi. Uh, yeah, yeah Gong Hei Fa Choi. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know Jing San. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. A, so basically just uh, nice happy phrases, you know, stuff like that. So, what's your yeah. favorite one that you you, no. you like? Sunday Gin Hong must be. Yeah, good health. Good health. Yeah, because yeah, you know what I find health. is that every this single time year. during Chinese New Year, you you're kind of like obliged to say that one phrase, right? And I, in my head, I'm like, okay, I'm like, ready to say it, right? And, but the guy before me says to me, I'm like, shit, I can't do, I can't do that. Damn and, it. And, and sometimes people will say, uh, maybe uh, you get the money and uh, have the girl, more, oh. but in a bad way. The, the, <laughs> the word is in a bad oh, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like doing something bad with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Drew had a great bit about Gong uh, Shi Um He's like, I like to say this to, to, you know, like the people working at the, convenience store (laughs) 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 it's like maybe rich one day (laughs) probably gonna have to steal from that register every day to get there (laughs) (laughs) just reminding you I wished you but you know it's all maybe rich one day it's not gonna happen yeah but let's try that lottery ticket you sold me you might want to try one yourself yeah you have that but yeah Chinese New Year it's a fascinating time for me as well I hope you guys have a great Chinese New Year. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for coming on, Tim. It's been awesome. Thank you so much. Gongshi Fatsai.